0: Peace and Black Power Family, this is your host Raheem, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast, and I am joined by my lovely co-host Marcy Lee, she's in the building, and we have a special guest tonight, one of the twin pillars, my brother Red Pill, and for those that don't know Red Pill, he is a thought leader in the community, he is so. Also, an author, a public speaker, as well as a recorded artist. How are you doing, my brother?
1: A content creator.
0: Content creator, among many things.
1: An Afrofuturist.
0: Afrofuturist. So let's get going. Roll call.
1: <laughs> um, a Renaissance man. Okay. A creative. All right. A scholar. Scholar. A master teacher, All that a master is. student, that's you
0: right. know,
1: um, oh. and and a servant.
2: Mm. Wow! Yeah, you
1: know, I'm in service. I'm a, I'm in service ever since I've come on the scene. You know, that's been one of my uh, my traits. Me and my whole family, we've been of service. So yeah.
0: That's what it is, man. And that's the most humblest thing you can say, to be of service and to be a servant to our people. Now, I know a lot- I mean, of the proof is in the pudding, you know. Yeah, indeed. A lot of people know you from your journey. Um, Some don't. So I want you to start off. Tell us how you uh, progress on your journey to consciousness. I know when I came into it, we called it knowledge itself. And I know there's a difference between right. self and consciousness. If you can go into that, starting it off for us.
1: Yes. Consciousness would be an iteration, keyword iteration of knowledge of self, meaning that it's, a you know, it's all things change. Right. Nothing remains the same. So if all things change, then the lexicon is going to change with it. And also the definition or the description, you can change things by changing the description and the definition of certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it's important for the, the lexicon to always, you know, be ever evolving. Henceforth, what they call ebonics, or what they call mumble, or what they call, you know, slang and things of that nature, you know, that's just the redefinition of certain terms utilizing language the way that we did with all languages. We manipulated languages forever. So in hip-hop, we just said we dope. Coming out of the dope, you know, the war on, uh, really the war on the Black Power Movement, you know. The war on Black consciousness was the the first, the opium wars, you know, what they erroneously called a dope era, and they celebrated you know, but that was the war on black consciousness. Like this, the crack, the war, the crack war or the crack era was another assault on the children mm-hmm. of the, uh, of the dope, you know, the people of the dope era, just talk to the elders. They'll let you know what it is. They'll tell you how it got turned upside down and how, um, dangerous dope was heroin, how destructive it was to our infrastructure, you know, and it slowed down the, uh, the initial pace that our people were going in, right? Starting from 1920s. We were we were headed, we were, we were being introduced with a new batch, a new era, and then like a, a whole new race of intellects, black intellects, but not just regular black intellects, intellects who were active and not just regular active where they bumping their gums. No, they were making things move. They were making things disappear and reappear. How about that? Mm. You know, they were really active, right? And they they had organizations with 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 100,000 individuals, men and women, right? Who, according to the records, were very powerful because the people who were inventing things. The people who went and fought two world wars. The people who were buying estates that the damn great grandchildren are out here selling for peanuts or they're not maintaining. The people who were buying who bought those houses that your grandmother lived in, they were from that era. It was called the Roaring Twenties. You know what I'm talking about? When it when the Great Depression happened, they don't talk about it, but our people was all right. So there was a there was there was an introduction of consciousness to Noble Drew Ali coming out of Chicago and Detroit and Newark, New Jersey, right? All of the places are still, you know, that that I'll speak about that are hallmarks to where we are right now. A hundred years ago, are the same places that are hotbeds right now. So Noble Drew Ali brings; he doesn't just bring more science to America. Noble Drew Ali restores a piece of history that is a a, 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 it's a puzzle that you can only complete your puzzle with if you're into any kind of godship if you're looking for yourself in any type of history if you don't have certain type of pieces in that puzzle you have an incomplete puzzle so who you think you may be or who you think you are or who you think you're not how the hell do you know if you don't have the whole puzzle right and that puzzle is the Moorish history, going all the way back to Spain, going all the way back to Hannibal Barker, going all the way back to Kimin. You know what I'm talking about? If you don't have, if you don't know anything about that storyline, you're gonna, you, you're not gonna fare well in today's society because it's is it's a lot of things that are set up as a result of the conflict that is continuing. It never stopped. There's a continuing conflict. There's an ongoing conflict between what was called Christian Dome at that time and what they called the Muslims, or, you know, they had many different names for them. Saracens, Moors, Muslims, Muslims, Muslim men. You know, there was a lot of terms for these people and whatnot. Alright, peace to God. So, you know, throughout history, we've had issues with first, it was Nation state before it was nation states, it was, it was like clans, right? So, you have families in Europe, not even royal families, you just have you know, you have these families, you know. Uh, but then, you also have these empires like Queen Isabella, King Ferdinand, you know. Before it was Spain, before it was France, before it was Germany, they were tribes, they were the Germanic tribes, they were the Ostrogoths, the Visigoths, you know. The uh the vandals uh this you know all of these barbaric tribes and then they formed what was known as Germany, so they become nation states later on. These nation states are the nation states that have their hand, their fingerprints and what we call slavery. Absolutely, but what we call slavery is a result of many wars that were lost that we lost, and as a result of losing those wars, those wars. There was an onslaught from an from an advancing enemy who basically, after they toppled the Moorish empire in Spain and in Europe and whatnot, they came into the Americas and did the same thing here. What the hell do you think, Montezuma, when they sacked all of those cities of gold and silver, and they took those captives to Europe, and then they brought them to other places. That was the first trade, right? Right. They were were taking gold and silver out of the Americas. This is where all of the piracy comes in because those ships were being sacked by Moors and other people that were on the high seas. There were no airplanes. There were no way to get things around. The seas were where the ocean was where everything took place. You know, that's where all of the business was conducted. That's why you have these maritime laws. That's where bodies were transferred. That's where empires were invading other empires. You had to go through the seas. If you're talking about Europe into the New World, which is the Americas, that's all oceanic. But we were, we, we, we were, we're we're the original seamen. We are the, you know, I'm saying that's why a lot of our people are in the Marines and they were uh, merchant seamen and whatnot. You know, being on being on the seas, that's something that uh, a lot of us are used to as navigators. So these Europeans who we've always had issues with. We have issues with them today. Now these Europeans fall underneath the status of white people. They're no longer nation states. They're no longer tribes and whatnot. They are they fall under white people. People don't even know who they're going up against. They just say white. The same way they just say black, but they don't know within black. There's so many different uh, nations of us. There's so many different tribes of us. There's so many different, you know, um, pedigrees, yeah. pedi- you know, pedigrees of huh? There's so many different variations. Variations, stocks, you know, and, and you know, it's, 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 people ignore that. They raise all of these other animals and they apply those same principles. You have stock in dogs, you got stock in horses, you got thoroughbreds, and then you got mules, you know, yeah. but, but they don't want to apply that to human beings because Europeans who taught them, right, and tricked them, and 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 and, and uh, lied to them. They t- they they taught them to shame to themselves to think like that because when we thought scientific, when we thought with li- when we thought with facts, you know what I mean, rather than with emotions, we were all faring in a better place, like a hundred years ago when Noble Drew Ali was on the scene, and then when Elijah Muhammad came on the scene, and then when Marcus Garvey came on the scene. This is these are all followed. These these men followed each other. In a in a, a well known trajectory, they didn't all pop up at once. If one ran, so the other one can fly. And a hundred years later, we find ourselves within their in, with, within their the the, the 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 net that they casted, or they would say we're living in their dreams because they taught you in school that you was living in Martin Luther's dream, but they didn't say anything about you living in Elijah Muhammad's dream or in Noble Drew Ali's dream. Or in Marcus Mosiah Garvey's dream, and let me qualify this real quick because I don't want to. I don't want no. I don't want it to go over nobody's head. What people call consciousness today is an iteration, right, of what those three men brought about a hundred years ago. I call them the trifecta, mm. and they brought in a hundred year. They brought in a. They're they're part of a hundred year dynasty. Because if you go to 1920 and go to 2020, and if you if you really on your study and you do your research and you weigh it out, same thing is happening a hundred years later, it was happening back then. Absolutely. They called this the red summer, that they called that hundred years ago. We had a red summer this summer. It started with George Floyd and some other shit. It started with Aubrey when he was jogging. You know what I'm talking about? If you don't, if you don't think that a thousand plus black, uh, melanated people died at the hands of Europeans this summer, run the numbers up. You know what I'm talking about? Go and run, go talk to the people who count, who, who keep the count. You know what I mean? And, and see what's, the, what's the body count. Like you need, like the people that's out there that, that follow the drill rappers, you know, all of their body counts. Why don't you go and find out what's the body count on your side? Because they was out here drilling you. These people was out here drilling y'all and y'all didn't put too many numbers on their side but they was out here catching stains on you. So this want, was a red summer. I want you to
0: stop right there, right there, because we're going to get into that red summer. We're going to get yeah. in, all right. But I want Marcy Lee, she got some questions she want to ask you. So no I want to interject, ask her the question, because we're going to go in a trajectory, and we're going to lead it up to this red summer. I want you <laughs> to take us there yet. You ready, Marcy? Of
2: course. All well, right. you know, I always started off when I, you know, come to speak with one of our guests, I have to say, I'm so happy that you're here with us. Um, you are someone that's highly requested. And I think that you have a message that a lot of people need to hear because you you talked about being a Renaissance man, a thought leader. And that's yeah. something that I would absolutely agree with. Uh, you have these events that you do called Melan- Melanin Mondays. Yes. And later. I happened to catch yeah. the last one. You touched on a lot of topics during that event, but something that stood out to me was something you said regarding the 2020 election. I know we all tired of the 2020 election, but it's not really okay. about that. It's about living in light. You said something along the lines of hug, your enemy like they need a hug. They need love. Right. And that that really that stuck out to me a, a lot. Can you speak more on what something like that would look like when we've had such a tumultuous relationship with some folks from other communities? How would that look like for our people?
1: Well, We have to put a context of what what that, what that statement was used in, you know what I mean? The context that it was said is that for anybody to go to sleep who's being hated on with hate in their heart, for somebody who's hating on them, then that person has succeeded in affecting the person that they're hating on, right? So if we walking around knowing that you know it's been it's 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 being said that you know white people or because that's what they call them right that white people hate us and then if I go to sleep at night with hate in my heart because somebody has been has been told to me that somebody hates me right and I'm hating them but I'm not doing nothing to them I'm just I'm like oh I hate you too. And I'm just always filled with vitriol and I'm angry and I'm getting wrinkles, you know what I mean? And I have a heavy heart, but I'm being mean to people who don't even look like those people. Right? Because chances are I'm not even in spaces with those people every single day of my life. I'm also around my family and my friends and people who look like me. Mm -hmm. So if, you're, if they're convincing you in the media, if they're convincing you in other places through fear mongering and through victimhood, right, like through victimhood consciousness and through wokeness, that everybody hates you. You need to hate them. Now, what I would say is what you should do, you should love yourself. You should love yourself for the fact that somebody would even find it within their day and their time and spend so much energy hating you. There's nothing that you could do to change anybody's mind because there's something that they see in you that they don't have. You're reminding them of something that they don't necessarily possess. Usually that's your melanin. Um, Nine times out of 10, your glow is attached to your melanin. That's something that they don't have. Put put $10,000 worth of copper or stones on my neck, and put $10,000 worth of diamonds around one of their necks, and let's see which, who shines the best, because our shine comes from within, we have a certain glow to us, we have a certain light to us, we have a certain type of anointment, you know when they talk about the anointed ones, well if you're if the real anointed ones are the ones who are always shining, and I don't mean to knock nobody's hustle, but they're not known for shining, you know what I'm talking about? They, they, the most important thing in their reality is fake lights. If you're in entertainment, you know that they harp on lights. The, the most important thing to them is the lights, right? We don't need all that light. Give, give us a ring light. We'll go, you know what I'm saying? It should be Hollywood ready. You know We don't need that many lights. We already shining. They try to dim you down and, and put all kinds of shit on top of your light. That's where all of the, the makeup, that's where all of the coverings come from. You know what I mean? That's where these masks come from. They don't want you to shine. You know, so what I'm saying is they I said they need a hug. I didn't say that we need to hug them. I said they need a hug because they're carrying on and they're they're exemplifying traits. Not it's beyond weakness at this point. They're exemplifying traits. They're exemplifying traits of a dying breed. They're exemplifying traits of, you know, wanting to transfer their insecurities, their, um, quote unquote, toxicities, because it's very toxic. It's it's, it's what people would call projection, Mm. deflection, toxic masculinity. Because remember, if this is a patriarchal society that has reached this level where it's so cancerous, and toxic that nobody can take it, right? Well, God damn it! who the hell are you talking about? You know who you're talking about. You know who got this whole thing poisoned. You know who got this whole thing artificial. You know who got this whole thing, uh you know who got goddamn nature acting a fool because they trying to wash these people up. You know who it is. We don't have to play retarded. And to act like people who look like us, who were living in dismal um, conditions because of their economic, you know, um, because they, they're vassals to this quote-unquote colonial power or they're vassals to this it's bigger than colonial because it's the church and the state, it's the crown and the church that's at work they work in tandem, you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. they work in tandem go and research the intercatera divina right, this is this is uh, extra credit, you know what I'm talking about, might start giving, the, giving out crowns and shit I might start giving out uh, stones when people do homework. I, we have to make this insensitive base. I'm in a lab cooking up with some black geniuses about tokenism, tokenizing things, insensitives, because I want to bring a reward system, gamification. All of these things are going to be at play in 21. You know what I mean? Because this is the Internet 4.0, this is the web 4.0. We got to step it up. You know?
2: So when you just said tokenism, are you saying within the context of our community, like flipping it, like I'm about, those who step away from?
1: Uh, yes, I'm talking about tokenizing. Okay. I'm using I'm talking using crypto uh, currency lingo and lexicon. Henceforth, like I said earlier, you got to change the language in order to expand the possibilities. So tokenizing the Red Summer album is me taking a physical product CDs that are obsolete? They don't buy them anymore. It's a. It's just. It's. really really boutiqueish. I'm printing them up, and I'm printing vinyl and cassettes. But it's still boutiqueish. That's not where the. That's not where the economy. The new economy doesn't speak of that. That's what is called analog. You know, what I'm talking about that is outdated. So the tokenization of your project is where we headed. I'm headed to the blockchain, you know, utilizing crypto and other um, coins and whatnot and tokenizing many different aspects. Of, I could tokenize each song. You know, because my, my, my project is a soundtrack. So it's also going to have a visual component to it. So looking up tokenization, I think that that should be something that the audience will find rather, um, you know, enlightening. And I have a I have a, a brother that's teaching me, his name is Chicago Crypto Hustler. And if you need me to slide y'all, his information is part of the network. You know, I don't have a problem doing that because I'm about, I'm a bridge builder. You know, I'm a bridge builder, I'm a liaison, you know, I'm a plug. So my right. net- Before you build that bridge, right?
0: Um, let's keep it on the rap. And since we're on the rap, right? Hip hop. i seen you post something about um, the recent three shootings that happened within uh-huh. a span. You have Mo 3, Bootsy, and then you had uh, Benny the Butcher. Do you think this is a coincidence, or do you think that um, rap has become a dangerous sport? I mean, yo. Three people from this oh, this is another thing. Three people from the same record label. Empire. The Empire Strikes Back.
1: Empire Strikes Back. Like I don't believe in coincidences. You know, I'm 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 I do too much research to believe in coincidences. Um People are like, yo, do you think that they set them up? To get shot. I'm like nah. Not at all. You know. But all of these labels. They know what they're. They know what's going on. They know who they're signing. They know what they're signing into. And. They're encouraging. And they're also. My, my whole thing is the insurance policies. The fact that if you sign a gangster rapper. You have to sign it. You have to insure that wrapper against the quote unquote shareholders in each one of these labels because the labels are businesses. They have shareholders. So the shareholders are not going to spend. They're not going to sign uh, uh, little little gunshots, ten million dollars out of their quote unquote annual, you know, out of their budget. And there's no insurance worth one hundred million on that at-risk artist. And then there's about four other insurances that they're going to take out on him. Because once you sign that clause, the way that they're owning people in the contract, you mean to tell me that there's no insurance? They're not insuring anything?
0: You're right.
1: So what I'm saying is a, a label like Empire will give certain people a bag. They will, because people are talking about well, they signed to people because they got numbers. No, everybody got numbers. What are you talking about? Everybody got numbers. The men lie, women lie, numbers do. Because in this digital age, you can manipulate numbers. So you could buy numbers. Like, Let me take you to a farm and whatnot and show you how it's done. Mm. So men lie, women lie, and numbers do. What are you talking about? You in a, you, they, they got deep fakes and all of that. What do you mean? Everything is... Oh. This is the matrix. This is my manip- This could be manipulated. This is a video game. This, this whole thing is a cheat code. If you know, you know. And if you don't, you don't. But what I know is that these labels are benefiting in their bankroll and gang wars. Because if I sign a drill rapper and I give them a million dollars, and I know how the drillers are drilling, then I just help to increase the murder rate in Brooklyn or Chicago. And then it's on the internet. So if I'm a if I'm a 10-year-old and I got a drill rapper that I rock with and I love his music, then in order to love his music, I gotta hate his eye. Mm. There can only be one. This is the whole versus shit. There's either there can only be one. There is no two. There's only one. So if I'm riding with this dude and he got beef with that dude, and it's not rap beef. This is body beef. This is not rap beef. This is straight murders. Do you know what a drill is? Do you know do you know what you do when you spend a block? They're not going around the block to fist fight. So let's be, you know, let's be clear as to what's going on. So how does it fare when millions and, and, and here it is, these same. Black Lives Matter, the same people to go marching with you, but don't give you no money to do nothing, no bag. No, people be talking about, oh, you know, they're giving out to charities. No, nigga. When, when it's 100,000 of them marching with you, you're supposed to get the bag right there. What are you talking about? How dare you niggas allow a tomorrow to happen when you niggas was marching, talking about there's no tomorrow? I don't know if I'm going to make it tomorrow. But you get around all of those white folk and you don't tap no pockets, you're not walking away with a million dollars at every rally that you go to. You're not bringing a million dollars back to the trenches or the slums or wherever, wherever it needs some type of help or a budget. Or a financial windfall. I could name you a million places. But if you're going to go out and march with one hundred thousand donors and they're not donating a dime, what are you doing? And they keep doing this. It's no justice, no peace. Give me a million dollars if somebody do some injustices, and I'll show you how you could get peace. And I can't go any further than that. Give me a million, I'll show you how we could clean and get you all of the uh, justice that you want. But what the what the what the labels are doing? Because remember, oh, well, keep going, keep going. These labels are ran by who? The same people who we were talking about this summer. And we saw clearly through the summer leading up to right now how these people flex their muscle in the media, how these people flex their muscle at the record labels, how they flex their muscle at the movie studios, how they flex their muscles all over in press because they're the small hats who have occupied a land. And people say they don't, they're don't, they not from that land, if you know who I'm talking about. And they control a lot of things. To the fact where we used to think that it was the quote unquote, we, you know, because remember what, what they call the white supremacists. When you really look at the scheme of things, they might be the patsies. It might be a whole nother group that's running things and they're using them as the fall guy. The same way that they use the Italian mob as the fall guy when they were really the ones doing the dirt and getting super busy. But you don't see movies on the quote unquote Jewish mafia. Why is that? Where's the where's the where's the highlights on them? Gangsters moving silence. Kaiser Sosa, exactly. Because remember the usual suspects. All of those men represented nationalities. Kaiser Sosa, verbal, represented the the Yahudi and the, and the whole thing was the devil. The greatest trick that he played was he convinced you that he didn't exist, and he was right there the whole time making things up as he going along, right? Because wasn't he sitting there playing? He's playing all weak. He's playing all meek. The meek shall inherit the earth. He's playing meek Millie. He's playing like he's not with it. But when you turn around, he's with all the shits. Mm -hmm. And then some. So they play a real wicked hand. And these same people who are running things, they're the ones that are manipulating the property value. They're manipulating the crime. They're manipulating a lot of things. Remember, when you go to these these meetings and whatnot, what do they talk about, Brother Rahim? The reports that they have at these meetings, they talk about the police reports, they talk about the property value, they talk about all of these police incidents, there's all of these things that go on, it's big data, and it goes all the way to the top, to these big labels, all the way to, because these are multinational, multi-billion dollar industries, but they're tied into real estate. So they know if they sign Chief Keith in Chicago, they know that the murder rate is about to go up. They know that the property is about to go down. They know if they if they sign a Molly, if they sign a certain rapper who is a trap rapper who's pushing a certain type of thing, and then do what? These are banks. So they're bankrolling the message. They're putting
2: like with you speaking on this, you know, because a lot of times our community, we're looking for leadership. Like that's something. That has come up in discussion a lot. I know Neely Fuller Jr. and people like that have also spoken on it. And you have recently also said that we need to trash that and focus on being our own leaders. Right. Why don't you speak to the people about that?
1: Well, what is there to speak to them about? You know, leadership. We we have because many of us are, sorry to cut your wisdom. No good, good. Yeah. Because many of us have been conditioned to be Christians, you know, and we have the savior mentality because we've been, you know, somewhat given the uh, the Jesus Christ narrative, right? Or it's it's a you know, it's a program. You know, somebody's coming to save you. Um, somebody's there to help you, somebody is going to fight your battles for you, somebody's magically gonna appear and stop the trauma, or they're gonna stop you from dying. Somebody's going to, you know, uh, feed you. And then that leads into this type of mentality where people are, you know, comfortable being vassals or being a beggar nation or being a welfare state. That's what they call it. Right. Or just being subservient when they don't come from that. You know what I mean? It don't look good on them because that's not that's not what all of them come from. Remember, there's different tribes amongst us. There's different. We, we all they threw us all in a can like sardines and cut our heads and our legs off and say, because, you know, sardines are different fish, but they just cut the, the heads and the legs off and they throw it in the can and they call it. So there's no there's no fish on the planet named a sardine, you know, and that's how they bunched us all in and just painted us black. And then the, the European nations who were at three world wars with each other, they bunched themselves in and painted themselves white because that's a new term. That's a social construct. It's not even real. So we live in these fake realities. We live in these fake boxes. And then the biggest box is that you're not responsible for your own salvation, that you're not, because these three men that i talked about who are responsible for writing the code that I'm functioning off of right now, and then all three of us are operating off of right now, these were the architects in the matrix. They were all talking about doing for self, governing your mental. Being able to teach yourself, heal yourself, feed yourself, and go out and get it yourself because you got to get it for your people first. You have to get it for your nation first. You got to get it for your tribe first. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about you know Marcus Garvey, right? Talking about do for self. He went ahead and, and put his money where his mouth was and went and got two ships, the equivalent of getting two jumbo jets, not no G5s big 747s, right? And then he got he got sabotaged by a nigga. You know and I'm talking about by an Agent Smith in the Matrix. No matter the color, Agent Smith, they showed you in the Matrix, it could be a grandmother. Don't get caught up on, you get caught up on color, you're not going to make it out the Matrix. And that's Red Pill telling you. It has nothing to do with color. A nigga blue, black will cross you. It's the, it's, you got to see if he's Agent Smith or he's part of the team that's in Zion. Because if he's not in Zion with you, they showed you in the movie. I, I, I think we might have to decode it again. They showed you in the movie. If they're not with you, they're not they against you. If they're not on the team, nigga, it's Agent Smith. They are they are briefing or debriefing. You're talking about don't snitch. They're debriefing the Matrix. Even when they're in the house, remember, they showed you. You could be in a house talking. Your phone is the matrix. Your TV is the matrix. Your goddamn clock is the matrix. Your lighter they hearing, they seeing. So Agent Smith is everywhere. Yo,
0: yeah, let me interject real quick, right? Because um, I, I, don't, I don't want to forget this thought. Um... You're definitely right when you said that we don't need leaders. I always tell people we need to look for leadership within ourselves and get away from that savior mentality. And the uh, choir is always louder than the soloist. So we Come together as one, and we make more noise than one person sitting up there trying to speak and teach to the masses. Because we know that you know they can assassinate them, they can subvert the movement, and they can make them sell out. We know that from um leadership. Now you described three leaders. You said right. yeah. Harvey, yeah. said Elijah Muhammad, and Noble Drew Ali. You know I'm a said person of that ability, right? So you know we gotta put the father-in-law in there. You know, but we, I mean, we let me show, share bring it up to shape. We got to bring the father
1: law in there, but you got to remember what I'm pointing out to you. I'm giving you the architects, and from the architects, many heads have grown from them. Oh, absolutely. Right? many branches have grown from the architects. So, even all of us, you would be like, What about the brothers that's dealing with Kemet I would say, from the Morris science, from what Elijah bought with the nation of Islam and whatnot, and with Marcus Garvey going back into Africa and reclaiming not just the treasures, reading Negroes, not just the treasures. You know, people want rings and chains. No, the treasures, the information, the treasures of of Africa is learning about Yoruba, learning about Kemet, learning about everything that Africa is. So All of that is what we on right now. There would be no Father Allah if there were no Elijah. There would be no uh, uh, Louis Farrakhan. There would be no uh, uh, my guy, you know what I'm saying? Khalid Muhammad, they they wouldn't be, what are you talking about? If they were, we got to deal with foundation. So to to the foundation, I'm giving you the 100 year span. I'm not negating anything before, after. But what and, and these are just figureheads because not just about them It's so much bigger because when they tell the story of today, 100 years from now, they're going to pick figureheads and they might pick them wrong. They might pick them wrong. So it's important that we get this shit right right now and we document it and we put it out there and we clean this thing up, because if they were if, if we were all to just die right now, if they don't snapped us or if, if we were all what you know, if something would have happened. And they would have to look back and be like, yo, who was getting busy? And who was him? And who was the leader? Nigga, they might have Al then as the leader. Oh, no. Kid. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Understand how crazy it is right now. Man, They'll give Obama as the leader. We have to document today because tomorrow is not promised. They're going to play with the future, with the, they're going to play around with the story. So. I'm saying that the Trinity, that the foundation of not, and, and even with the Israelites, the Hebrew Israel, or the black Zionists, because that was lit before any of these things. That was really popping in the 18 late 1800s. They were calling themselves black Zionists, going back to Zion in the matrix. They're in Zion. The black Zionist movement, the Canaanites. It was a real movement and it was very strong. And then it grew. And then we started getting into the school of knowledge of more science. Remember, it was hidden. If you were telling a black man in the 1900s who was very much astute in occult science, they were very, they read their books. Go and read the patents of all of the black people who were the inventors in the late 1800s. Go and read Frederick Douglass's and them journals. What the fuck are you, pardon What are you talking about? They were they were they were well learned. Okay, they were well learned. They were inventing things that we have not yet gotten past these days. We haven't toppled them. We haven't surpassed them with our inventions. We haven't improved upon what they brought to the table in terms. We're still using their inventions. What are you talking about? And we don't even own none of them. We're not even people that's melanated, they're not even upgrading that shit. You're letting Chinese people do it. And there's a whole patent office out there that you could cross reference. And all of these melanated babies that are wild geniuses right now, who are really at home getting lied to on a computer, you could really cut the cord. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> cut the cord. You, know, you gotta thank COVID. They're, they're giving you a, a ways out. You could cut the cord. And put on a real computer, giving these children some real goddamn information, and upgrading their and upgrading their learning by many many grades. They're they're piecemealing geniuses right now, giving them this baby food, and they're way smarter than that. Let these children improve upon all of these black inventors, and let's have a next renaissance. You know, we need we need three D printers in the crib. We need laser cutters, laser. The laser printer they're like 10 racks up to 40 racks we need those we need community centers where there's 3d printers these children are learning they, they have to have raspberry pi which is the little computers that you could do wearable technology mm-hmm. they need to have the oculus they need to be programming virtual reality video games, augmented reality. They need to be wearing the Microsoft Hologens, the Oculus Rifts. They need to know about all of that right now so they could compete. So these, these other children are going to run laps around them. It's going to be ugly because they have us protesting. They have us in our fair body. They got us looking for a leader. They got the goofy leaders that they're putting out there they're shadow banning, blocking and, and cutting channels and deplatforming people with real voices. And they're allowing people who, you know how there's industry plants? Well, the conscious community has industry plants. There's niggas that have been planted in here. Absolutely. That, you know, that they people placed in here. And, you know, they don't come from where we come from. I don't know where they come from. A lot of people come from left field sometimes, you know, because this is a deregulated Remember, this is this is. It went from a regulated space. This is deep. This is what conscious looks like with deregulation. Yeah. What you see right now is what deregulation and consciousness is. We you got to regulate it back, right? You do, but you can't be mad if you're on the frequency of what today is. We're in the now. I'm presently present in the now, so I know that it's deregulation across the border. So I see deregulation in this community. I just fall back. I'm not mad at it. Let the chips fall where they may. You know what I'm talking about? Because the people, they they did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. The thought leaders who were goofies, the the thought leaders who fell on their swords, the niggas that stopped running. Nipsey said it's a marathon. Why they stopped running? There's not a lot of people running this race still. I'm sorry to um, give you the, you know, I don't want to break the bad news to all of the listeners and whatnot. You know what I mean? Because they be thinking that that some of their, their thought leaders are in the race. And they're, they're really up there. They're like, they don't realize that they're a hundred laps behind. Yeah, to- they jogging and whatnot, but they're not running at the... These, I'm talking about I was, there was thoroughbreds on these tracks a few years ago. I don't mean to cut your wisdom. Go ahead. Nah, all you got to do is put the clean
0: glass next to the dirty glass and it's going to show and prove within a limit of no time who's actually running race and who...
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we, we got to ask these questions. It's a hard question. It's it's hard to ask, but the, the community has to... If we want order, we got to ask these hard questions. Because well, have have, a, It
2: might be a hard question. I'm not sure. But in regards to some of these thought leaders, that's a little bit disappointing that we had high hopes for, and like you said, they may have fallen on their score.
1: They would have listened.
2: You have seemed to... Been able to keep a very good reputation. Like I have not heard anything sideways about you. I'm wondering what, what, how do you go about your interactions to um, maybe secure that um, situation? Like how, how, what advice can you give people if, if you would mind to have a reputation that people can, you know, look to as an example.
1: I mean, the easiest answer that I would say is to be yourself. You know, that's where I find soulless. I'm just, I'm being myself. My freedom came when I allowed myself to be myself. And I was comfortable being me. But how did you get to yourself? You got to explain it. To you. I've, been, gonna- I've, <laughs> been, I've been, I've been, yeah, I, my, my, my journey, my walk is a unique walk. And nobody can never walk the walk that I walk because you wasn't born the day that I was born. I have a twin brother who came from the same egg as me, right? We were split in half. We, it was such a—I guess it was such a powerful egg that he split. That it split. It was like you know what—we just gonna do two. We gonna we gonna double up, and he's walking a walk that only he could walk, right? So if, if, if as a twin, right? there's like a, I have a, I have a real life living shadow self, you know what I'm talking about? And me and his situation is what you're seeing take place right now. You just, every, this whole thing is just an interaction between me and my brother, you know, him and his crew, me and mine, you know, the people that we bring to the table, the people he brings to the table, you know what I mean? Like it's hard to explain because Nobody is walking that walk. Nobody like I don't know two twin pillars. I don't because I can't speak about me without speaking about him. That's my balance. There is, you know, the, the I, I I am I am because of him, and he is because of me. The same way that each one of y'all are because of whoever your doppelganger or whoever your shadow self is. You got one, you know. We just might not see him, but I see mine's is visible. And the history the, the walk that I walk, I came up in the nineties. I came up, I came up in Brooklyn. I came up in Flatbush. I paid a lot of dues. I went to jail early. You feel me? I went through a lot of pain going through that. I hurt my parents. I let Dr. Savey down. You know what I mean? Like we were, we were troubled. We were at risk youth. My brother did a bid coming out of college. Got caught up in some, you know, he got he got jammed up in a Commonwealth state. And, you know, he beat him on a on a real they hammered him for lying about his name, gave him five years. Mm. So we did, we was doing all of that in the midst of, you know, being seen as, yo, these children are gonna go far. Like, cause we were like, we were prodigies. Me and A.A. Rashid was in a gifted program. We were in a gifted school called Satellite West. It's only for gifted children, you know what I mean. So you know the history. It being growing up with AA, AA was a terror. When I talk about Ching Bing, that was his name back in the days. Ching Bing was a terror in the in the in a, in the in the high school era. He Used to come up to my high school and terrorize the shit after school on the D train and the B train. He was, you know, it was, you know, he was doing Brooklyn shit. I lost a lot of I lost a lot of my day ones. I buried a lot of my day. I could go on and and, and do like a five day marathon telling you the stories about losing childhood friends in the in, in what they call the mean streets. But it wasn't that mean, you know what I mean? Like I really miss the nineties. You know what I'm saying? As 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 crazy as it was, like that was an era that uh, created me. All
0: right, now I'm real fond of saying that you can't exercise power and strength without taking care of your physical body, right?
1: Right, I want
0: to talk to you about health. You know, you mentioned Dr. and I know that, um, you and your brother, y'all got this real healthy regimen. So when we deal with the consciousness of the mind, we also got to strengthen the body. Tell us about, um, your interaction with Dr. Sebi, some of the things that are still practiced today in order to lead a healthy lifestyle.
1: Well, one of the, you know, most important things that I practice that it was taught to me by Dr. Sebi, you know, is first and foremost, maintaining a healthy mind, you know, it starts in the mind first because he showed me and what he spoke of on many occasions because he would repeat itself is that, you know, what you think you can heal yourself. The human body heals itself. You know, it's not necessarily the herbs. It's the body that's going to do it. You're going to convince yourself that you you know, are going to be good. You're going to be healthy. And that that definitely the herbs are going to assist, but it's ultimately the body that heals itself, you know? So positive affirmations, you know, being able, like I said, being able, being mindful of what you eat because you eat through your ears, your eyes, and your mouth, Mm. you know? So you could be someone who's considered to be a vegan or something, or you eat fruits and vegetables, but all you watch is bum fights, you know, world star, and you know your, your your scroll is toxic on your on your social media or whatnot. Or you watch TV, you watch the news, you get programmed to be in fear every night before you go to sleep, right? Of melanated men, you know, and now melanated women, you know, and the way that they speak about them is with such disdain. And, you know, dishonor and whatnot that you go to sleep with hate on your heart. You don't know. You don't know why you're having these uncomfortable nightmares and whatnot. Or you don't know why you're waking up foggy and things of that nature. So that part is good. You know, um, definitely the supplements, you know, Gold Water. my brother, Blue Pill. He has a dynamic product that he, he launched it about 10 years ago. Um, of course, when he was doing CMOS, the seven heaven CMOS, that was uh, that was one, some of the most delicious moss that I've ever tasted in my life. Um, yeah. My I, mother. No, I said I. Had it again.
0: The C-more.
1: right? And yeah, and all of that was the outgrowth of just being around Mama Pill throughout the years, and her just always feeding us the Maya, the future, you know, the T two, you know, all of these herbs and whatnot, you know, all of all of this, all of these elixirs and just later on through life i would say that that was our programming i would say that my dna was being programmed from that young age my daughter pink pill wisdom she's seven years old right now and i and and like at this age where she's at that's the age that i was at when i was exposed to dr Sabi. and i was getting that enlightenment and i was you know taking the herbs and whatnot and this was when this was before um vegan food was gourmet this is a new thing with, with gourmet vegan food where it has all of these different palates and these different tastes. It was rice cakes and some other it shit back then. Right.
2: <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> it wasn't.
1: It wasn't. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, we were really ridiculed. It wasn't really sexy for what my moms was doing. It, they wasn't giving her praise like that. She wasn't getting the queen and all of that back then. She was being ridiculed. We were being made fun of. It was frowned upon to eat healthy in this community.
0: So, Marcia, you, you had something you want to add? I
2: know. The last thing I had, I wanted to ask about was the red summer. That that was the.
0: Yeah, yeah we, we, we got to get into that. Yeah. I apologize, brother. We actually. Both was gonna come out to the um, to the Red Summer party, and okay. um, you know, with the timing and sure. thing. And the Red Summer is, is really a hell of a title because in 1919 they called that the Red Summer because of all the riots and the uprising from right. that all the way up to New York and New New Jersey and beyond that to the West Coast. It was just blowing up because. Right. Uh, white supremacist and, and police brutality. And that is a very telling name. I, I want you to uh, tell people about this album and where they can get it from and what was it like going into making it?
1: Okay, wonderful question. I appreciate both of you um, definitely wanting to come out to the album uh, release. It was a movie, you know what I mean? We filmed it with a movie camera and we're going to be premiering it on Bandcamp very soon mm-hmm. and before they do this this lockdown thing and have people in a state of lockdown we're going to do another live show you know where it'll be a one more performance live so we'll be able to you know get it in as well now the idea to do the red summer came to me during the summer I was actually in album mode working on um, my follow up to my 2016 release, Scorpion King. I was doing the second Scorpion King this year. I started it on my birthday, November 14th of last year. And I came to Atlanta on Juneteenth. No, I, I went to Lee County, North Carolina on Juneteenth right before I got to Atlanta. I went and did a lecture out there and I was talking about taking down a Robert E. Lee statue. The police was out there a hundred deep, right? They, they made us cancel the event. We went and had it anyway. And they were basically trying to run me out of the town because they were like, how did they've had an article in a newspaper about me and I had to have armed um, security, you know, while I was doing my lecture to make sure that I was safe. I felt very safe. I didn't feel threatened at all. I was actually told about the news article as I was leaving the city. You know what I mean? And um but it gave it charged me up, like it gave me this this invigoration because, you know, we're coming out of the COVID and everything and the, the summer's just beginning. So, in the beginning of the summer it's that new energy. You know what I mean? You're, you're getting into the summer, you don't know what you're getting into. But it was charged up because of the George Floyd situation mm-hmm. keep that in mind that it was very charged up uh the statues were coming down the confederates were under fire right they were seeing a lot of uprisings and whatnot so when they heard that i was coming to town they about for juneteenth to raise up the the, the few hundred black people in that town right who haven't been raised up like that before they were offended by that and they felt threatened and, and whatnot So I came, I I blew through there like a storm. The next day it rained, it poured and 300 black people came out and marched and they went and marched on the precinct because there's a sheriff in Lee County who's been there for 51 years. And I'm not gonna tell you the atrocities that he has caused people with melanin in that county.
0: But Robert E.
1: Lee is the courthouse. That's the name of the courthouse. So you you know what they're doing to our people over there. Yeah, absolutely so then I came to it at 8 I came to Atlanta and my life changed it always does right because <laughs> I've been coming here since 97 right I lived here for 3 years 97 to 2000 I planted a lot of seeds I was in them trenches yeah you know I was in them trenches you know and what um Pardon me. I just got a text. But, um, what happened to me this time is that I met up with my brother. Matter of fact, the first night that we came out here, we went to the same place where King Vaughn got killed. Monaco, you know, the hookah bar, that whole strip. Yeah. That shit was wild as F that night. Matter of fact, no. Was that the night? I think the first, t- I, I, the first day I got there in the daytime, we seen Little Baby because they were doing this big thing. Black Lob- they was doing this big thing in this open field and Little Baby had performed and we met Little Baby. We met a few people backstage. They are, brought us back Are you talking about yeah. at,
0: at Centennial Park?
1: At Centennial, yeah. And it was lit too. It yeah. was lit because we was walking through there and mad people was running up to us. Yo, Red, yo, 19, 19 Keys is, is like a star out here. You don't talk am talking about? They got no more. you on know, celebrity status. So they was running down on Keys. Then they was running down on Me and Blue. Then they was running up to Billionaire. And then they brought us backstage. You know, we've seen a few of the celebrities. And then that night, we was at that hookah bar. And something was eerie. It was an eerie feeling and whatnot. And then when they was busting off the fireworks, but then they was they was busting in the air and everything. But you know, we're in Atlanta, you can do shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I wound up going to Miami with my brother and Bashir and Keys. We just hopped on a plane a few days later, went to Miami to kind of like charge up and get ready for the summer. And um, I had like an awakening, you know what I'm talking about? You know, because one of the reasons why I was following the spirit is because, you know, sometimes you need to charge up, but sometimes you need to go to the beach and heal. You know, I'm, I'm very drawn to nature when it comes to healing. I can't heal in the city. You know, I can't heal in a house. You know, I got to go in. The, I got to go into the woods, the forest, the rainforest. I got to go somewhere and connect like you connect to Wi-Fi, to nature. Mm-hmm. I got to connect like that. So my modality of connecting is plant-based medicines, philocybin and whatnot. So, you know, I went through that and things just started opening up and life is about experiences. So experiences just started happening. And, you know, I just began to tap into my powers. And um, I came back to Atlanta to host a lecture that my brother did called, and him and AA Rashid did called Dark Matter Timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in Dark Matter Timing, I was the host for that event, and I came out here. I was staying in Buckhead, and um, billionaire, my dude, billionaire, he got a dope luxury condo. It got all the anemones you know what I mean? Spa, you know what I'm saying? Media room. It was it's just lit lit, right? And it it makes you feel like, yo, this is how we supposed to be living anywhere that we at how dare you know what I'm saying not to take not to make anybody feel like they're not supposed to be living minimalized or living like you know cuz I love a old old time country spot where I could be on a rocking chair on the porch its old wood you know what i mean like i'm 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 still into shit like that i'm not about everything got to be modernized and everything but as people who own who who are standing on their estate i know the land that I, that, I, that my people are from I know that I'm standing on my own land. I know that I'm standing on my estate. I know that all of the the, the the gemstones that are in the mountains. and I know the gold that was in Georgia mountains. I know that red clay. I know all of this shit is my people's. You right. know what I mean? I definitely know. So I don't. I don't think minimalize. I stand in any tower, any castle that this city has built. I'm like, I got, I got, I got a key to that door. There's no doors that I can't walk through. There's no houses that I can't live in. There's no towers that I can't be in. There's no castles that I can't sleep in because I understand what my, my my family, my bloodline and my network and my master teachers and the shoulders that I stand on. I know the shit that they did. So I know my rightful place. Talk- and that's not me being arrogant or cocky or anything. It's just based off of my discoveries of knowing thyself. Talk that talk, black man. Real talk. You know what I mean? I know. I don't think it at this point. I know it. I meditated on the Etowah Mounds right there in Cartersville in 2009. I had, I had the downloads. I went to the Stone Mountain. I went on top of Stone Mountain in 2009 and we did a banishment ritual. We went on the side that they said keep, um, stay away from. We went on that side and we saw all of the KKK shit. We saw, they had a, we put it on YouTube. They had a shrine made out of rocks. With a picture of a black woman on it. We've seen all of that shit. We did a lot of work in this red clay, and on camera and off camera. You know what I mean? So come in here, and when the ancestors, when they talk black to me, I, I have a, I have, like, I live on Moreland Ave, and my name is Moreland. Like, I have an ancestral tie to this land. So when it's, when the ancestors are talking to me, oh, I listen. So on that trip, we put a studio right in the crib, and I had open sessions, and that's when the Red Summers began. Mm. And I met a sister by the name of Sabrina at AA's Airbnb, right? She was in a a living room. She's one of his students. He has an online university called Red House. She was cooking up beats in the living room, and I was like, I want to work with you. I love your energy, real talk. Because th- I'm in Atlantis. This is about the divine feminine energy at motherfucking work. Not to sit around and look at this shit is active. Just stay out here working. So I'm like, I want to work with you. <laughs> yeah. We did. We did. I lost my voice because I was hosting for two nights, right? I mean, two days, and I lost my voice. I have recorded a song on a horse voice, and I I wasn't. I didn't like it because I don't. I don't want to sound that horse, and then I sounded like I had COVID. <laughs> but the next day, one hour before my flight was about to leave, we recorded a song to turn into a song called Ride of the Valkyries,
0: hmm.
1: right? Ride of the Valkyries, which is one of the, a lot of people are saying is the best song on that album that they like. What does Everybody.
0: Explain that to me. Huh? Explain that to me. What does that mean, the title? Say it again.
1: R- ride of the Valkyries
0: okay.
1: the Valkyries yeah, ride of the Valkyries what, is, what does Valkyrie mean? Valkyries are like, these are the these are the entities, you know just picture, yeah, just picture the gods and the, and, and the Valkyries riding in on the sunset, you know like in a movie when they get their ass beat and they about to get bodied by Thanos and then you see somebody riding on the sunset on the horizon, that's the Valkyries
0: alright, alright, okay
1: so we did Ride of the Valkyries. She sent me the song when I got back. I was staying in um Connecticut. She sent me the song, and when I heard it, I'm like, this is a different sound. This don't sound like um this don't sound like that uh whatchamacallit? The um Red Summer. I mean it don't sound like Scorpion King, because you know every album, every project have a different sound. Mm-hmm. So then she sent me a beat pack, and I was like, yo. I went in the studio, and I recorded three songs, China Flow, Cold World, and Freeform. And those three songs brought out a, a, a version of me that no other no other uh, beats have done before. Mm-hmm. So I just knew it was something special. And then I flew back down. On nine eleven, to do the uh, Mystic Fair with Mama Tassili, and I was doing um, a, a showcase, a, a, a concert with Sister Amina. You know, Sister Amina, right? Oh yeah, she's in my document.
0: Shout out to that sister.
1: Facts, facts. Yeah, that's my people's right there. We go way back, like to two thousand and eleven. I'll tell that story with her one day on your show. And Cambada. Um, who I'm featured on his album, LSD. I have once, he has one rapper on the album, one guest rapper, that's me, on a song called 24 Hours. But he's also a cold feature. He's almost like Ghostface on The Red Summer. Was he on your other album, Scorpio King? He's on, he's, he's, always, he was Ghostface on Scorpio King. You know, me and that man met up to do the work that we doing to kill shit, you know what I'm saying? We met up, he was watching me, and then A.A. A. Rashid told me who he was music-wise. I went and listened to him and was like, oh, this dude is different. And then he knew about me through YouTube. He was watching me, but I'm not watching him. See, that's the thing with this internet. People watching me, but how do I know who you are? People watching me who I could benefit off of if I knew them, but we don't never get together. So the potential, the lost potential, dealing with cyberspace could create frustration and anxiety in the minds of people who are progressives and who need resources and who need to link up with certain people and do things because time is limited. And if you're a creative that are here to create shit and do things, you don't have time to play. And I'm a New Yorker, so we we work. I'm working on. I'm still in Atlanta. I'm holding on to that New York minute shit. No, I'm lying. No, I'm not. I was in the crib laid up, mad days. <laughs> Just letting the sunset. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing things, but I'm not doing it in a New York kind of fashion. Because when I came down here, I got on my, I was on, me and Bada was on some New York shit. So we knocked out like 10 songs in two days. Mm-hmm. I, I met for the first time um, professionally Lizzie Jeff. Okay, that's the sister from Cali, right? Whew. That's yo. That's that's more than a sister from Cali. Like, yeah, that's the goddess. She is the future and the now. I met America Sutton at a drumming Circle. She is one of the most dynamic artists that I've ever met in my life. You know, um, we all were witnessing this in real time. Me and Cambada. It was a talent pool. It was almost like being in an Olympic pool of talent. Was and that, we had sessions. We had an Airbnb. So every night, I'm talking about, I don't mean to cut your wisdom. It was nice. I went to sleep at 8 a.m.
0: Was that when that was um over there behind Tassili's?
1: Yeah, that was part of it. Yeah, that was the Mystic Fair. Yeah, that was the Mystic Fair.
0: Came the next day. I seen it on, on um Instagram. And I was like, you know what? Man. I know they're going to be here the next day. I came the next day, but I only stayed for an hour.
1: So this is the power and this is this is black magic right instead of being spooky. this is how black magic works. You can't recreate moments. No. you understand you have to be that's where leadership comes in. that's why I say we gotta be our own leaders. we gotta we have to write our own story. we have to direct our own movies. I'm sorry I mean I don't mean to put it in people's laps like that. We have to be inspired by each other. I'm utilizing inspiration as a driving force. I'm I'm utilizing when I see when I watch a documentary, I'm getting inspired. You know what I mean? I'm gonna build with you. I, this is called digital convergence, what we're doing right now. I have a brand, you have a brand. I got a platform, you got a platform. I don't say, oh no, I can't talk to that, brother. No, okay, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Hell to the no. I'm 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 a I'm a midget. I grow taller with every alliance. Absolutely. That's how you become a giant. Because of the shoulders that I'm standing on, I'm responsible to so many great ones. I let them down before in life. I have anxiety about shit like that because I'm the red pill. So I'm the the red spectrum of the light. My brother's the blue pill. You know what I mean? So look at it in a chakra sense. Look at it in a light sense. You know we represent two completely different energies and that's what my music reflects my music is red pillar energy it's red chakra red pill energy i'm not trying to be like nobody else and i'm not lying about i'm 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 not a teenager i'm not a child and i'm giving people you know the perspective of a 40 plus year old man who is in a position of his life that many people could could never have dreamed of you know but I'm still a creator, and I still got to make music for my. You know what I mean? There's still a part of me that needs to express himself because I used to be a professional artist with the pen. Well, I still am, for that matter. But the way that I pick up my artistry is now just through not just through the pen to create a picture. I'm creating pictures with words. My father's an English professor, so he wanted me to go to Parsons. He wanted me to go to the New School. He, 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 had us a, he had us as walk-ins, and we were so embroiled and entangled with the streets that we were like, nah, we good, you know? He's a jazz man. So I'm just doing, you know, what my grandfather on my mother's side, he's one of the first Calypso singers. His name is Prince Thomas, who came from St. Croix to America. He was a nation. He was a hero of the whole Virgin Islands for that, performed mm-hmm. at the Apollo. So I'm just carrying on tradition. So we dived in, we created Mad Music. I only was able to create 14 because, I, I you know, everything is about numer, uh, numer- you know, numerics. Mm-hmm. So the concept album that I created is called Red Summer. It's chronicalizing my summer through the three months of the summer. The three months of the summer is June, July, and August. In those three months are four weeks. So four, four, four. For anybody that knows we are you know deep into the law of 44 so the 444 so four weeks of june the way that i track the songs and sequence them it's a soundtrack it's not an album it's a concept album slash soundtrack it's a visual <laughs> component to it i'm telling a story i'm giving you a vision i'm giving you a whole narrative in that vision and in those narratives i'm interjecting my narrative I'm giving you the gems, I'm giving you the Easter eggs. I'm, bring, I'm inviting you, I'm introducing you to new people. I'm, I'm obeying the laws of theater. The structure is set up like theater. It's three acts, each act is a month. It's set up in three acts, each act is a month. I'm introducing you to Lizzie Jeff. The second song on the album is Good Wife. That's me and Cambada trying to get at her. Mm-hmm. I'm getting at her. From a from a from a red pill standpoint, you know what I mean. Where I'm just you know I'm on my red pill shit. I'm <laughs> swag. I'm swaggerific, you know. And then Cam getting Cam is getting at her on a higher chakra shit. You know what I mean? He's whole tepping her, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he whole tepping her. And then she hit us. She hits us with the goddess shit. Okay. And then at the end of it. It's a, it's a pro polygyny song. She takes both of us. Oh, wow. Not, yeah, she takes both of us. How about that? Yeah, I'm putting Did off the of say you
2: pro up. polygamy?
1: Polygyny. Oh,
2: okay.
1: It's a polygyny song. So at the end, she don't choose either one of us. She choose both of us. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to compete. We don't gotta fall out. We don't gotta be at each other's throats. She gonna get charged up by two guards. Versus cutting herself off by just trying to choose one, she negated herself. So that's how she giving it up in the song. That is this is this is entertainment. Not here. Not here. No, this is the mythos. This is not entertainment. This is the mythos. We're dealing with the mythos through entertainment. I can, I can. It's certain things I can't say on on Streamyard. It's certain things. It's certain expressions that I can't share on the stage during a lecture. I'm gonna do it in my music. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna be suppressed. You know what I mean? Before There's you, a part of me that has to speak. Before so, you, yeah.
0: you know what they say when the earth get caught between two suns, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I know you figuratively speaking,
1: speaking. Of course, No,
2: the idea is
0: dope. I mean,
1: we gotta, you know, yeah. I, my whole thing is, yeah. I'm,
0: Talk about shooting
1: that video, man. I'm stretching the consciousness into, you know, I, I don't want to do my story. My story is a dope story, but I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm in the realm. I'm a performance artist. I'm an Afrofuturist. I'm going to bend the spoon. I'm the red pill. I'm going to do through film and through music what I've done through YouTube, through blogs, through posts, you know what I mean? Like it's still that nothing ever changes. So the further that we get, that's the further that the mythos will get. That's how I'm seeing it. And mm-hmm. I, my, my team is strong on the creative side. I'm surrounded by some geniuses, some, some polybrots, blurs. We got, you know, we got a lot of people. But I'm very excited about this project because I promise you, this one is the one. You know, the other ones are the one, too. That's another thing. We're going to be doing live concerts through Bandcamp.
0: Yo, so how can people um, you know, we gotta wrap it up in a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Been- Before we leave, right? I want Marcy Marcia to end it out by asking the last question, and then I want you to um tell people where they can get the album, and then I want you to make sure that people reach a portal of higher content by going to uh No The Ledge Radio. So let them know about that. Let them right. know about King's County clothing, Let them right. know, um, the crypto, currency, you know. Right. Forex. That's the last thing I want you to leave everybody with, but I want uh, Marcy Lee to ask you the last, and last question. Uh Well, you know, I think you asked a lot of questions, and he can go
2: ahead and just pick one of those. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and those are not questions? But, those are- but, no, well, because I was going to ask him about the clothes, you know, so it's just... The same thing. It don't okay. matter. <laughs> Great to like so, yeah. You
1: can
0: ask me though. So, so tell us about tell us about the clothing line. Tell us where we could find the album at. Tell us about the um the forex trading for those that want to come join your team, right. and 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 how they can find you on social media.
1: Excellent, excellent. Well, the clothing line is one of my flagships, brands, you know, Kings County has been with me from day one. That's my baby, you know, that is uh, my wardrobe. You know, when I got into this community, I knew that this was a level of warfare. Um, I knew that I'm, I was gonna have to reflect how I felt by the way that I dress. And I was able to sacrifice the old me through my wardrobe you know through my uniform i was showing uniformity with the information that i was beginning to receive i was able to show uniformity to where my mind was going by changing my uniform it was a lifestyle choice so you know i was putting motifs of the ancient i started out with king tut shirts right and I started out with a, a, a it was a, it was a, um, a masterpiece that my brother drew of a pharaoh in the ghetto. He was by a train station. It's a masterpiece. I'm, a, we're gonna have it in poster form very soon, right? But for all of my, my day ones, they know what I'm talking about. The pharaoh picture. He got a Rolex on. And I was putting these images on T-shirts in like 2005, when that wasn't the wave. Nobody understood what it was about. People were like, they were confused. Like, what's that? You know what I mean? But I, I've watched throughout the years to where they went from what's that to where everybody knows what that is. So I'm able to measure my growth and development by how far we've come. Just as a culture. This was for the culture. You know what I mean? I did this as a cultural ambassador, the same person who introduced my hood to figure, and one of the same people who was dumping bags, garbage bags full of uh, polo. We was we were boosters. So low we were life. always into fashion. Low you know life. I mean? Yeah, well G Force is my crew. G Force, okay. We had, yeah, we 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 was like the uh they had low life ops. Not all of them but some of them. They had they had a few of them.
0: I know about them.
1: But um yeah the low lifes they definitely paved the way and did their thing. Steam Team, Jeep Force, you know Ralphie's kids. It's a bunch of them. They need their own movies. You know what I mean? Because that they they need that's a coming of age. If people want to understand Brooklyn, you gotta understand the Boosters. Yeah, you know what I mean? Their contribution to fashion because fashion is what the club. That's what that's what Bad Boy is built off of. That's what Biggie is built off of. That's what Jay's whole run is built off of. You know what I mean? It is other luxury, luxury, luxurious things. But it all started with the clothes. You know what I mean? And as a Brooklyn dude, you know that's our thing. You know what I mean? Like we bring, when I came to Atlanta in 1997, it was the, instead of drugs, it was the clothes. I'm not a drug dealer. I sell clothes to the drug dealers. You know what I'm talking about? I I understood what fiends were. I understood what being addicted to something was because I had drug dealers fiending for iceberg, fiending for mosquito. Fiending for DKNY, Versace. All we brought all of that fashion with us to the A. We was in one twelve. We was in Ottos. We was in Gentleman's Club. You know what I mean? We were in a. We was in. Old, we was in original one twelve. We were in old school Atlanta. Vision. It was not. Yeah, we was in visions. We we were. I was. Yeah, we before vision velvet. Before velvet. So we were. We were. I'm early Atlanta, and we were planting seeds because we were carrying out. The, the 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 edicts of Jay Z and Biggie, money cash holes. Got to remember the artists. Yeah, they hot, but they're not the ones. You got to remember, it's not the artists that, that that create the mythos. It's the niggas that the artists are rapping about. It's their it's their city. It's the people who take their message into other cities and represent for that for those artists. Jay Z's a law comes about through Bed-Stuy, Crown, Crown's Height, and Flatbush, and some Brownsville niggas, and what they've done in Atlanta, what they've done, I'm not going to mention people's names, what they've done in California, you know, I mean, it's because of the street lore, the undergirdings that only people in the streets know about. That's what gives these people their credibility. It's not them per se. So we speak to, when, when people see me on channels like this, or when they see me chopping it up with Lord Jamal, you know, they understand like, oh, that's one of us. They made it. They made it through. That's the red and the blue now. That's twin. I was in a skating ring with them. So if they see me, then they could see them somewhere because that's how we got to lead. That's how we got to lead by example. Yeah. We got to put on, we got to put on and we got to be mindful that we put putting on for more than just ourselves. Putting on for the culture. Put on for the culture. I can't. Yeah. So with the with the clothes, many different clothes lines popped off, and just seeing it made me made me. You know, I don't need I don't need nobody's accolades for nothing. I know my work. I know what I've done. I know the seeds that I planted. I know the sacrifice that it took to stand out there in the, in Harlem with my back to the street for fifteen years. I talk a lot of shit. You know what I'm talking about? I'm the red pill. I talk big boy shit, big guard energy. And I had to I had to be, I was fearless. I stood with my back to the street. Cause where I'm on on 125th street, it's cars flying down the block like this. I used to have the the first few years, the police was harassing us. They tried to kill my brother. They put him in an Eric Garner chokehold. He took 10 in the morning. His video is on YouTube. What was in front of Mark 125th? Right, right in front of Mark. That's why, goes down. that's why my brand is called a Mark 125th. I have an online mall that I'm launching in 21 called a Mark 125th, and it's going to sell everybody's merchandise the same way that the Mark did.
0: Wingy. Every, yeah, Wingy.
1: Yeah. Nike is not just in Nike town, it's everywhere. So I'm selling everybody's shit on the biggest online black owned mall called a Mark 125th. I'm, I'm opening up import export with Africa. I already know that we we sat in the UK Parliament last year. We put it on film. We sat in the UK Parliament and we brokered deals with the queen of the Congo, Queen Diambi. Mm. She's also the ordained queen in New Orleans and in Brazil. And she's bringing us and she's opening up all of these markets for trade because they told us when we were having a meeting that the biggest thing that we need to get into is import-export. So I'm, I'm, I'm bringing, I'm not bringing Chinese knockoffs. I'm bringing real things to the mall. I'm, I'm tapping. I know hundreds of small businesses and I just call them entrepreneurs. I know hundreds of entrepreneurs and we're going to have a mentorship program to bring in more new entrepreneurs. I just did a four week course with billionaire PA where we're giving the, the four pillars of business. You know what I'm talking about? Um, it was for four weeks. We told them about, we had four, each week we had a special guest. We gave him a CPA, we bought him an entity lawyer, we bought him an accountant, and we bought him two people who could clean up business credit and personal credit. All of them professionals, all of them melanated. You know, I'm talking about all of them part of our networks. So this thing is a seven, shout out to Knowledge Born on Law in the Building. I belong to a huge network. There's seven days in a week. You know, you could buy seven different designers. Or if you fly like that, just buy seven fits, be Kings County from head to toe for seven days and then go and do your athletics for seven days and go and get your A.A. Rashi, go and get your wingy apparel. You know, this is about we. there's 365 days in a year. It's people want to talk about design of this, design of that. This is the future. You know what I mean? In 100 years, this is going to be a collector's. This is going to be worth more than what it is right now. I don't. I'll be saving clothes. I, I put a lot of the stuff that I made now in storage because I don't even want to sell it because I know this is gonna be worth something down the line, more than what it's worth now. Mm. So yeah, we cooking. We you know we we um setting up manufacturing in Atlanta. My main goal is to become a fulfillment center. I wanna I wanna do the fulfillment for all of the black brands that I know because I know that they don't like shipping and a lot of people don't like production because production is labor labor is time time is something that you don't have sweat equity is something that everybody don't have especially when you chase the multiple streams of income so we have streamchases.com I want everybody to come and sign up to streamchases.com if you're into chasing streams if you want more than one income stream in your life stream chases is the place that you need to be we already have three streams running right now. We have the Forex that we are part of, Epic uh Trading, Forex trading. And um that team right there is building by the day. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's, it's super duper detailed. You get you you get PDFs, you get uh, telegraphs, you get hands-on lessons every day, you get all of these different pips. You're going to be linked in with a network where multiple people from different other organizations that have now closed up and whatnot. They became part of Epic. So you have uh, leadership that has experience in the building. And then another income stream that we're dealing with, all of these are MLM or basically four by four setups because of the stream chaser mentality that is going to take us to get us together and it's going to take the more of us that are participating as a group in group economics, the faster we're able to solve many of our problems. Mm-hmm. So if we go into something that's based off of building up legs and whatnot and it's 50 or hundred of us, then we're going to build up way quicker than if it's just two of us. We have we've solved what the problem is or we solve what the challenge is because people will discredit you to do things like that. It's because they don't have a hundred people. They don't have 50 people. They had five people. So they were carrying all of these ambitions of becoming wealthy and rich and, and, and breaking the matrix and whatnot. But they were doing it with five people and, and the fourth the, the, the person was shady.
2: <laughs>
1: but if you have a team of some dedicated people, if it's 50 of all, if it's a hundred of you, you're going to break the bank. That's the key. They know that we don't stick together. They know that we don't work together. That's why we're not winning in those spaces. That's why people who don't look like us, pale faces, are winning in those spaces because they stick to plans. They may want to eat each other, but they stick to the plan. They be having tasks and whatnot, and they'll have a task to eat you later on down the line, but they'll they'll thug it out with you for about a few years. So. The uh, next stream that we have is 7K Medals. We're dealing with silver and gold, numismatic silver and gold, meaning the highest grade. Not the bullion, not yeah, not that white star, numismatic. So if you're sitting on 10 racks, this is for people that are into savings. If you're sitting on 10 racks of fiat right now, you are uh, you a tightrope walker because you don't know any day now that dollar is going to fall through the damn floor. It, it, it's losing value by the day. If you're not putting it into crypto or silver and gold, why don't you just buy coins and let that sit? Why don't you just go ahead and do some big willy shit and buy a big ass bar for all you niggas on a money phone? Buy a gold bar. It looks better. You, you're going to hear better on it. <laughs> a kilo of gold. Buy, gold. buy some gold Gold jewelry. Get into the silver, mostly silver. I'm, 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 I'm real heavy. I'm bullish on silver and whatnot. So there's a program that's set up with that. They have a, um, you know, I bought a Trump coins. I got Trump coins. Those are collectors. No matter any way you spend it, it's still going to be a collector's items. You know what I mean? So there's perks to come with the company. I'm making a lot of money by bringing people in. You know what I mean? And it's the four by four. So, you know, we just, we, we, we help families survive because that's where it's at at this point. This shit is about survival. Hmm. All right. the, lock, the lockdown is coming, you on you on Bandcamp
0: and you on yeah I'm
1: on I'm on all streaming platforms all first streaming and all. Platforms. yeah I don't want to make this yet yeah, I decided to feed iTunes,
0: it that's YouTube iTunes that's
1: Google Play that's everything Amazon I'm on I'm on all of that I'm on I I'm on Instagram Music you know, when you on your stories and you make a video if you do a TikTok for the Red Summer we doing we about I think we giving out a thousand dollars we're gonna have a prize coming up real soon. You know what I mean? Cause we want the family to um show us their TikToks and you know, do what they do. Do your thing. Cause y'all do because they're doing it with everything else. So I never want to remove myself or try to act like this is different than no, this enjoy this music like you enjoy any music. That's why I, this album is very palatable. It has I got different flows and it's different styles and it's heavily influenced by the southern uh you know, southern playalistic Atlantis sound, okay, okay.
0: you know, uh, real quickly, man. Take them through the portals of consciousness and tell them where they can, uh,
1: right? Get,
0: know the ledge, uh, media app where they
1: mm-hmm. want to, do- right? Well, the redsummer.com. I forgot to mention the redsummer.com is the website for where you could get the physical album, and we're gonna have the merch. We got the hats, the hoodies, and the shirts for the red summer album. And you can also watch the videos that we have. We have two videos one for Sherman Hemsley and one for Rider of the Valkyries. Well, the Rider of the Valkyries is a teaser. And then it's also the Instagram feed on there. So you can get familiar with uh, Red Pill on the gram and whatnot. But theredpillar.com, that's the website. Go and visit it. And go to Know the Ledge Radio on Blog Talk Radio know the ledge radio is on blog talk radio and it's also on apple you can find it on apple Podcasts, and i think it's i, I went through anchor so it's in a few places yeah. just put know the ledge radio wherever podcasts are at and you're gonna have i have some selected episodes we did six shows with dr sabi we did 30 shows with dr phil valentine we got umar johnson early umar <laughs> we got vintage umar Real talk. We got early, we got early Umar. Early, 2012. Yeah, early, my guy. Yeah. Uh, we got everybody, okay. you know. Okay. And, and the information is timeless. Go and check out Who's the Prophet. Go and listen to these prophets. There's a lot of them. I'll never, yo, bro. But on YouTube, too. Went, Le- yeah, yeah. Le- they got clips yeah. of No The Left Radio on YouTube. Yeah. We got the app coming back, though. The app is going to have all of the shows. It's going to be set up. We're working on our own streaming platform. We have Netflix for the for the media, for the movies and whatnot. And we're coming with KTO, NotaLedge Radio. And that's going to be like a, like a Spotify. Because there's too many dope artists around me. I, the people need to hear them. And I'm not giving it up to Tidal or Spotify or Apple Music to curate the fucking movement. I'm not letting them do that. They're, that's not their task. They're, they don't know what their list, they, they're, they could never get it right. Only us can get it right.
0: Absolutely.
1: So 21 is about ownership, bossing up, bringing our resources together, loving on each other, being our own bosses, our own leaders, holding each other accountable, implementing the, the, the three tier system, the value system, the penalty system, and the quote unquote respect system. No, no, the reward system. So when you do right, when you do good for your people, you get rewarded. When you do right, when you do good for your people, you get valued, right? And when you mess up and when you do wrong to your people, you are going to be penalized. You're gonna, they're gonna get at you. You're gonna get. There's no way you could go on this planet and you're gonna be all right. So we're going to implement. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna put a system together, and we're also gonna introduce the black tax and the black vote. The black tax, the black tax. If you could, if we implemented a black tax in Atlanta, just on the bars, just on the strip clubs, just on the gambling spots, just everywhere where people are not being taxed, where our people are at, right? Just on the hookah bars, just on the black restaurants. If we had a black tax to create a black budget that we can allocate every single month to do what? To buy black, buy back neighborhoods, to rebuild these factories, to put machinery. Right to, to get this shit, all these rust towns need to have factories up and running. We got look at what Amazon did, yeah, That's they did funny. that with factories. No, they I'm did. just saying Amazon became Amazon, they're a fulfillment center, they're not making anything, they're just a holding fulfillment center. the ship's goods, hey, they, yeah. did. They, and did they did that
0: raping me, man. For my DVD, boy, Amazon, they take like 40%. That's, they, that
1: it's, it's, look Man. at, you. yeah. So, if
0: you know, you do a high number of volume on there, you're going to see some money But it's, it's Yeah, your- but
1: they, look, we got to fix the model. The yeah, model is yeah. not um, advantageous to us. They are making trillions of dollars off of shit that we supposed to be making trillions of dollars off of. It's our fucking content. We know what our work. We created a whole movement off of talking about white people, bro. Like, why do we need them? Don't. And I'm you, not saying, look at the irony of it all. There's a whole cottage industry. I'm, I'm talking about uh, it's worth millions upon millions, if not billions. Yeah. Add of the receipts. And yeah. it's a it's about it's huh. I say I
0: definitely feel you on that when you talk about the reward system, the penalty. You know, justice is a penalty of reward. So whichever side of history you're gonna be on, it's either you're gonna be on the right side of history or the wrong side. But we definitely gotta get back to that. I love the idea of the black tax and the black code, man. We gotta have some type of code. So listen, we've been going yeah. an
1: 40 minutes, man. Definitely
0: wrap this up, man. This is right, right. Bass, Marcy Lee, and my brother. So, oh, you know, real quick before we go, man. Yo, I don't y'all can't see these comments, but I'm gonna read a few to y'all. Uh Dave Duke 69 say. What's up? Yeah, the lexicon, sh- Shizik. I guess that's what he was saying. Uh, we got uh Shaman Rock. Peace to he said, peace to the God and Goddess. Right,
1: right. I, peace.
0: Uh, we got uh Darren Dallas. He said, I somewhat agree. It's not what people think of you or words they call you. It's what you respond to and how you respond. That's what's important. Then he said, he went and left another comment. He said, the hand that rocks the cradle always rules the world. And then someone else said, until we as black people learn to unify and quit killing each other, nothing's going to change. We have to have discipline within ourselves. Okay. Right. We as black people today have no unity. Ah, listen, we're coming with the we as black people. Who, listen, black people got unity. People you around ain't got unity, and everybody is not gonna be able to come together. And we can be uniform and uh uh, we don't have to be uniform in our belief, but we gotta be unified in our struggle. You was positive for a little minute. I don't want to hear that negative shit. All right, then we got uh I ain't gonna butcher your name, but I'm just gonna say he said, be one to the foundation, black family. Then we got the God, knowledge born a law, peace to the God. Peace To the God Raheem Shabazz, Empress Marcy Lee, and what? What he say? DJ Red Pillar, excellent. The no, the Jedi,
1: like the, the, oh, Jedi. the
0: Jedi. Oh, you can see it.
1: Yeah, I can see it.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't think you could see it. The Jedi. Okay. Yeah. You got too many attributes for me, man. Now
1: Why? that's a, that's a comedic term when you when you are like a Jedi Knight. You have your your back. The the Jedi pillar. Is the is the pillar that has the straight backbone. So when you stand up for yourself, when you have a when you stand tall, you are a Jedi knight.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just two pillars, red pillar and blue pillar. I didn't know they had the Jedi pillar. Ain't <laughs> tell me about that one, man. Come on, man! Oh no! <laughs> Another—that's another podcast, another episode.
1: Man. Yeah, we got, I, I would love to talk about the, the Jet Pillar, um, in one of your shows. You know, keep in mind, I—I I, I gotta, I gotta throw my—I got my brother Blue Pill, you know, and uh, other also my younger brother KT, the Arch Degree. Indeed. You know, yeah. So if you uh and Mama Pill as well, she, I'm, we bringing her back out on the uh, media junket very soon. Yeah. So, you know, we'll be honored to uh
0: Still been here twice. You've been in my crib, you've
1: been here twice. That's right. All right. So I'm just I'm just following.
0: You,
1: right. So I'm here now. I'm 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 honored to be here, man. I appreciate y'all. Y'all were very welcoming. I love the questions. It was a great stream. I look forward to doing the follow-ups and whatnot in the future.
0: Absolutely, man. We're gonna come out. Before, you know your release. Oh yeah, yeah. Please
1: do. It. Matter of yeah. fact, maybe I could do a review on the album. I'm looking for some oh, of that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm gonna try to um, I'm gonna try to make one of those uh, Melody Monday. I've been there one time. I'm trying to do one more before they lock it down.
1: Well, why don't you be one of my special guests? Oh, we I could do have that. you up there. Yeah, I wanna we have do. you. I wanna, yeah, I wanna, I wanna make you one of my special guests, or you could be the keynote speaker. Yeah, do your one too because you know the people need to they they need they need to see your light. There's some people who might not know who you are.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Let's set that up. All right, we do that. You know, me, you, and your brother, we shared the stage before at um, the shrine.
1: Right, right, lit. Yeah,
0: Yeah. do it again. Does anybody have that footage? Huh? Does anybody got that footage? I might have a little bit of it, but there's a there's a brother that, uh, matter of fact. me um he's on instagram I, I i hit him up for you um
1: if i had a time machine i would go back and get all my footage because that's the shit that it, be
0: a lot of minds because damn you know what i'm saying yeah i was looking at something the other day and i was i said this to my little sister my little sister was like man you, I, was I, it. you know I, so just, I, I ain't seen one of these
1: get that tattered on their face yet what content is king
0: oh content is king
1: content is king that's the, that's the most prevalent shit your content bro uh, absolutely well
0: yeah, peace and black peace power is, out of here of black power
1: y'all all right man peace.
0: one for the history books another one all right